We're continuing in Simon Reish Mem Zion. We did Sif Aleph yesterday, and we'll be finishing up the Simon today, doing uh, Sif Base through Sif Vav. A quick recap of Sif Aleph. We had two main categories of sending a letter with somebody before Shabbos. One was Shekatzas Lodomim, where you set a price that you're going to give him for taking the letter to the uh, appropriate place. And in that situation, we said you're allowed to give it to him right before Shabbos, even though you know very well that he'll continue to travel on Shabbos, as long as you don't actually tell him to do so. That would be in the same category as a Kablon. He's doing the work. Category two was low katsats. You did not set a price. And there we had A and B. A is if it's Kaviyah Beidoar, if there is a postmaster in the other city, so as long as he has enough time to get there before Shabbos, then it's permissible. Him traveling on Shabbos would not be okay, because we view it as if he's your shliach, because there is not a kitzitza, there is not a set amount that was established, and he's doing it for you. But as long as you have enough time for him to get there before Shabbos comes in, that's mutter. If it's lo kaviyabedoar, if there's not a set postmaster in that city, so then we're, uh, we're concerned he might get there, and he doesn't know exactly where to drop off the letter, and he could be walking around on Shabbos, and assuming the letter is written in Hebrew, where it's nicker, that it's Maisa Yisrael, it looks like you sent him on Shabbos. The Ramo comes along and says, Yesh Maitirin, quoting the Rush, who is of the opinion that even if you did not set a price, and even if it's not Kaviyah Beidoar, you would still be allowed to send him on Thursday or any other day. You just can't send him on Friday because that looks like he's your shliach. And the Ramo concluded, He could rely on this opinion if you need to. Let's jump now to Sif Beis. If you told him that you're going to pay him for taking your letter to your friend's home in a different city, Although you never told him exactly how much you'd give him, it's considered like you set a price with him. He's relying on you. It was clear that you're going to pay him the proper value, although you didn't give an exact number, but you're going to give him the proper value for his efforts. And therefore, he's relying on you, and the fact that he's choosing to do this malacha on Shabbos, he's doing it for his own convenience. But if you don't tell him that you're going to pay him for the job, you just give him the letter and you ask him to go for you. Even though he's assuming you're going to give him something, in that case it would be because he doesn't know for sure you're really going to pay him the value of his tircha. And uh, therefore, he's doing it for you. He's hoping that he'll get a, a nice amount of money, but he's not sure. That's viewed as your shliach, and therefore he cannot take this letter on Shabbos. So what's happening here in Sif Beis is we're qualifying, or we're defining kitzitza. And the Mechaber is teaching us, even though you don't give him a set price, as long as you tell him, clearly, I will pay you for the job, that is the din of kitzitza, and therefore you can give it to him right before Shabbos. However, if you don't say anything, even though he's assuming you're going to give him something, that would not be enough to create a mindset of, of he's doing it for himself, but rather, we view it as he's doing it for you, and that would be problematic. 
Sivkat and Yerbeis. Afopisha Yesh Badaita, Rotalomar, Lomi boy, Imeni Yehudi, Mistape, Klal, Himitnu, Lo, Sachar, Daser. For sure, in a case with a non Jew, he's not even certain if you're going to give him anything, that would for sure be Aser. Then if he does so, it's for sure be Yisrael Katarach. Ela Fidu im Yisrael, Maven Mimenish, Mitzapel, Sachar, Ito, Omimishinish Tachalo. But it's talking about a case where the Jew understands that he's doing this and he wants to get paid. He wants to be reimbursed either by you, the sender, or by the person who will be receiving it. It's still Because the Jew did not yet promise that he would pay him for the job, it is not considered Kotzas Lodamim. Sif Gimel. If you hired him for the day, you gave him a set amount for every day and his goings and his comings. He's your male person. You don't care exactly when he goes. He could create his own schedule. So if you're giving him this letter Friday, that would be Aser. Because then when he goes on Friday... Whereas he's traveling on Shabbos, it looks like that was the arrangement. It looks like you told him to travel on Shabbos. Again, we run into this problem of Marasai and that people will think you know, he's, uh, he's in violation of Amir Lakum. Sivkat and Yud Gimel, Im Yamim, if you hired him by the day, Ratzelomar, Da'av Shi'etarnu L Bekotzas Afila Be'er of Shabbos, even though in Sif Aleph we said that if you make a real set price, and then he is allowed to take the letter, even Erev Shabbos, right before Shabbos comes in. That's when you're setting a price for his job. Then we say he's doing it for himself. And it's not at all recognizable that the Malacha is being done for the Jew. He's not a Shliach. But when you hire him out by the day, you're giving him a set amount every day you're doing this job for me. I'm giving you $300. Even though you don't care what day he goes, and if he chooses to go on Shabbos, that's for his own cheshbono, that's for his own convenience. And therefore, he's doing it on Shabbos for his own, his own scheduling. And therefore, this is definitely better than the case of not setting any price. And therefore, this would be permissible to have him go and take the letter for you on Thursday or earlier, even according to the Mechaber. Nonetheless, although it's better than not setting any price with him, it's still not as good as the case of Kitsitsa and Sif Aleph. And for him to go and take your letter or package Friday afternoon would be also the Kevin Shayotse take of Pishabis Nirikiluhisna Imo Kah Bishlihusaholik. It looks like you stipulated that with him. It looks like you're asking him to travel for you in Shabbos. Meachashanasinlo Sakhar Ba'adhayom since you're paying him for the day. So when you're paying him for the job, we don't have this Nirikishlucho. It's it's clear he's doing his own thing. You're just paying him for the Etzim job. When you're paying him by the day, so then it's more Nirikishlucho if he's leaving Friday afternoon and doing this on Shabbos. Sifkat and Yudalid, Be'er of Shabbos, of Biyom Chamishi Mutter, but Thursday would be fine. 
Keep in mind what the Ramah told us, the Yesh Matir Minsif Aleph, that even without any Katsitsa, it would be Mutter on Thursday if need be. Sif Dalid. Im in Yehudi so now we have another case, also just trying to define and expand our understanding of Ketzitza. Let's say he takes it for free. He wants to do you a favor. Even if you were to give him this letter on Erev Shabbos, Mutter, that would be fine. Because he's doing it by himself, out of his own convictions, his own volition, so we assume that he's only doing this tova, he's doing this favor for his Jewish neighbor, based on something he already received from his neighbor, and we view this, therefore, as a case of kitzitza. So there's no exchange of money, but the fact he's offering to do you this favor, it must be he's somehow paying you back for something that he owes you, a favor that you did for him, that's considered kitzitza, and we'd say his choice to do it on Shabbos is a daitle nafshek of it. Comes along the Ramah, v'yesh cholkim, v'svir lehu d'chol aser. Others argue, though, and they say if he's doing it for free, it does not have the same status as kitzitza, and it would be aser. V'tov l'achmir, and it's better to be machmir. And we'll see exactly how we are machmir by paying him something, so at least there's a real transaction here. I'm sorry. But if the case is with a non-Jew, he initiates the whole thing, and he comes to you and says, I know you have a letter, I know that you wanted to go to that particular city, I want to take it for you, I want to do you a favor. Then, in that case, we assume for sure he's doing this to pay you back for a favor you did for him, and that would have the status of kitzitza. So what the Ramah seems to be saying is the only time we don't want to rely on, on him doing it for you, bechinam and tov l'achmir, is if you're kind of asking him for the favor. But if he comes to you and he initiates it, then that has the din of kitzitza. Sivkatan tes vav, yehudi me'olov, He's coming by himself. The, the Yisrael is not asking him or mentioning it or alluding to it. He's coming by himself and offering the chesed to the Yisrael. And therefore we assume that he's offering this favor based on something that he received earlier on. And therefore it has the status of a daitelenavshek. Sivkat and Tezayin. The Ramah says that some say if it's Bechinam, it does not have the din of Ketzitza, v'tov l'achmir. From here the Ramah's mashma, that it's not usur, but it's better, better to be machmir. V'chein b'taz mashma l'dayto k'day rishona. And the Taz also seems to be going b'ikr like the first opinion of Badarche Moshe, Simon Reishnan Beis. However, the Darche Moshe we know is written by the Ramah himself. That was his commentary on the tour. So in Reishnan Beis, Mashm the Dato Hu Chokim. There it sounds like he agrees fully to the Yesh Chokim that Bechinam is not considered Kitsitsa and it should be Osir. 
not just the Yesh Lahachmir. Vechein Bolavosh Bolavosh Rabbi Bissim Menze Mashmad Aser Bechinam. Other Acharim seem to say as well, it's really Aser. Al Kain Mea Nachon Sheyiktsov Lo Al Kolpanim Ezidav Ramuat Alverze. And therefore, because this whole discussion of Chinam is far from simple, it's best to give him some money. Vahavi Kikatsat, and this is considered Kitsitsa. Kivin Shekibula Love Sheyuzes Charo, because he's accepting it as his Char. So since he's taking this money and he's more than happy to do the job for you, it has a din of kitzitza, and that's the best thing to do to avoid this whole question of doing it bechina. Sif If the non-Jewish person is going to a particular place, and it turns out he's going to the exact place where I want to send my letter, Therefore, the Yisrael Nosen Loigeris, the Jew, says, you know, do me a favor, can you just take my letter with you? It'll get there quicker, you'll save me on the, on the postage. Mutter b'chol gavne, that's mutter in all situations. He's not doing it for me whatsoever, he's not my shliach, he's going there because he has an appointment, and um, he's just taking my letter with him. That's mutter b'chol gavne, we'll have to see what that means, b'chol gavne, it's mutter in all cases. Now, what's somewhat strange about this machaber is it's hard to understand why this is mutter. Granted, he's going there anyway, so he's not my shliach in that sense, but he's still doing a malacha. If I'm giving him this letter right before Shabbos, so he's carrying the letter for me. He's doing the malacha of hotzah. So how could you tell me, since he's going there because he has an appointment, therefore I'm allowed to give him my letter, He's still my shliach regarding the carrying of the letter. So, so why exactly is this mutter? So we'll see the Mishnah Vura, and according to his interpretation, he, he's going to answer this question. But at face value, it's a hard machaber to understand. Let's take a look here at Sivkat and Yudzayin. The first step is this whole hatter only applies where you know he's not going out of his way at all. Exactly where he's going is where I need my package to be dropped off. So it's mutter in all scenarios. Meaning to say that there was no discussion of giving him money. I did not do a classic kitzitz of telling him how much I'm giving him. Um, I didn't even do sif base of mentioning that I'm going to pay him for the job. It just stama. I just gave him the letter and asked him, please drop it off at the place that you're going. So the Kaimalam is Sif Aleph, we paskin in Sif Aleph. The Osulishlovach al Yadav Kishain Kavua Beidor. It's also to give it to him without Kitsitsa if there's no set postmaster. The Chayshina and Shemalo Yimzenu Beso, Vyelich Achra Bashabas. We had that unique concern of Sif Aleph that only applies to a letter, where even if you give him enough time to get there before Shabbos starts, since the postmaster is not always around, he might continue to, to walk around the town, and Shabbos is now started, and people will think, hey, the, uh, the Jewish person sent him to do Malacha for him on Shabbos. Afilu hachishrinan kan, so the Chiddush of the Machaber here is that it's mutter. Kevin she'enen Yehudi holech b'shlichuso, ele sheme'atzma holech l'sham, for somewhat of a technical reason. Because I'm not going there for you. I'm not doing you any favors. I'm not your shliach. I'm going to this particular place, this particular building, because I have an appointment. And therefore that whole cheshash doesn't apply. If I don't find the person right away whom you're sending the letter to, I'm not going to, to walk around and search for him. 
So with this understanding of the Mechaber, the, the Magad of Ram, which is quoted here in the Mishnah Baruch, is answering why the Mechaber does make a lot of sense. The Mechaber is not talking about a case where you're just giving him a letter and he'll be carrying it for you. Of course that would be a problem. You can't have a non-Jew do Malacha for you on Shabbos. It's only talking about a case where there was no official Ketzitza, there's no Kaviya Beidowar, he has enough time to get there before Shabbos, and the Chiddush is, regarding that unique concern of Sif Aleph, of people having uh, this Cheshad, that doesn't exist in this case. And that's how the, the Mishnah Bura learns the Mechaber. V'davka im shows and therefore he says, this is only true when there's enough time for him to get there before Shabbos. But if he can't get there before Shabbos, then even in this case where he happens to be going there anyway, it would still be Asr. Because even though the traveling is for himself, The fact that he's carrying the letter, that's for you. And that can't happen. We can't let that happen. Veda, you should know, delitein lo b'shabes, asur lechuli alma, afilu beholech me'atzmo. To give him this letter on Shabbos, on Shabbos itself, not before Shabbos, that would be asur, even if you were katzas lo damim, and even if he's going to that place anyway. Afilu katzas lo scharibod yom, ovrzeh, you had a conversation before Shabbos, and you told him you're going to pay him $300 for taking this letter to you, and he's going there anyway, you still can't give him that letter on Shabbos. Therefore, right, the, the application of this would be taking a letter to the post office on Shabbos, or dropping off a letter um, in the mailbox on Shabbos, Let's skip the brackets for a moment, just to get the flow here. Even in a place where there is an Eruv. And even if I'm not taking it to the post office myself, but I'm asking my non-Jewish neighbor to take it to the post office for me on Shabbos, Osir, this would be Osir. Osir Dovrzeh. Because although Ketzitza setting a price helps to make him considered like a Kablon, and he's doing it in the it doesn't help though when it's on Shabbos itself. In a situation of uh, great loss, one could be Mekel. Because this is viewed as a double Durban and a Shvus the Shvus, which we'll see in Shinzayan Sifei that one of the exceptions, one of the times you're allowed to be lenient in a shvus to shvus, having a non-Jew do malachat the Rabbanon for you, is b'makom hefzit, demuter. So what exactly is the shvus to shvus? What is this double derabanan? And I think this is a classic example where if you don't look up the source of the Mishnah Bura, when he's quoting an Achron, if he's quoting the Magad of Ram or the Chayadim, oftentimes if you don't look up the Makar, it's very difficult to understand what he's talking about. What is the double shvus here? So looking up the Chai Adam inside, in Chlal Gimel, it seems like the double derabanan is, number one, you're having the non-Jew do it for you, so that's always a din derabanan, Amir la'akum is asrimi derabanan. And what he's doing is he's taking the letter to the post office, and he's paying them some money. There's a transaction going on for them to be able to accept the letter with the proper postage, 
and then send it to the proper place. So even though there's an Eruv, and there's no issue of Hotza, and there's no other Malachas happening over here, you still have the non-Jew doing a Malacha de Rabbanin of giving it to the post office and paying or hiring them to send it out for you. So the Malcolm Hef said you could be Mekel. He does conclude, and then we'll get back to the brackets, he does conclude that Shalobu Malcolm Hafsid, Yeshla Hachmir, Afila Be'erev Shabbos. If it's not a Malcolm Hafsid, one should be Machmir, even Friday, Shalolitain Le'en Yehudi, Yegerishu, Yitain Oso, Ala Post Be'Shabbos. Because although we said you're allowed to give a non Jew the letter if you're Kotus Lodomim Erev Shabbos, that's Mutter Gomra, that's Sefalif. But here, if you're telling him on Friday, please take this letter to the post office on Shabbos, so you're being you're telling him to do it for you on Shabbos. The whole heter of Sif Aleph, and that's what he's referring to in the brackets when he says, to drop off something in the post office or in the mailbox before Shabbos, uh, that's fine. That's always the din of Katsitsa. The af im eno mishalim kan, miko makum itstarach le shalem, mishinishtalech lo. That even if you're not paying him, you the sender, then it's upon the recipient to pay for it. But that's a set price. Erev Shabbos is mutter. However, if Erev Shabbos, you're telling him to do the mulacha on Shabbos, so then that's being kovei mulachta, which is usually usr, and the only heter we have is behefsed gadol. What's also interesting here is that it sounds like he's saying, obviously to have the non-Jew take the letter to the post office for you on Shabbos, telling him to do so on Shabbos, is a shvus to shvus, which is very hard to be mekel with, unless it's a hefzer gadol. But there's more room potentially to be mekel if you were to uh, to make that stipulation with him before Shabbos, because then you have another another reason potentially to view it in a more lenient way. The conversation took place before Shabbos, uh, it's only the, the non-Jew doing the malacha, and the malacha he's doing is a dinner banan. But it sounds like before Shabbos, and for sure on Shabbos, the only heter would be behefsed gadol. Um, we did mention in the beginning that the idea of overnighting something, that's pretty much what this case would be. You're koveya malacha b'Shabbos, you're telling them, please take this to the uh, destination on Saturday. And therefore, that should usually be usher, unless it's a hefzid gadol, unless you have the major a major tzorich. Let's quickly see sif vav to finish off the simon. If you hired a non-Jew as your personal secretary for a year or more, usher l'shalcho erev Shabbos biyegeres, then it would be usher to send him Friday with a letter. Mihu says the Ramah. If you did not hire him as your personal secretary, where he's involved with many things for you all the time, but rather you've only hired him for bringing your mail, then Yesh Matirin, like we explained earlier in Reish Memdalad Sifhei. If you recall, Reish Memdalad Sifhei was the case where you hired your personal tailor or your personal secretary to write things down for you. And we said over there, if he's hired l'chol melachos, so then it's real amerilachum to have him do anything for you in Shabbos, and you can't even let him do the melacha, because since you're gaining from it, it's as if he's your shliach. It's only if he's hired for something in particular, then we could say the fact he's choosing to do the melacha in Shabbos, 
you're not gaining anything from that, and it's a day to the nafshe. Let's take a quick look here at Sivkot and Yutas, Asir Lishalcho. It is Asir to send this person that you hired for the year. The fact you hired him for the year does not have the status of Kitsitsa. And therefore we view him as a low Kotsats situation like we spoke about in Sefalev, where we'd have to have enough time to get there before Shabbos. However, we're still somewhat more mekel than the low Kotsats case in Sefalev. Here the Mechaber allows him to go for you as long as it's not an Erev Shabbos. If you recall, the Mechab Rishit and Sivalev was that he couldn't take it for you even on a Sunday if there was no Ketzitza and there was no Kaviyah Bedoar. In this case, the Mechaber is more lenient, and the reason is like explained in the Ber Halacha. In the Ber Halacha, the Chabot Chaim explains that here, because he is hired out for the year, although it might not have the exact same status of Ketzitza, it's definitely more than low kotzas klal, and therefore the Mechaber makes somewhat of a compromise here that um, you can't do it Erev Shabbos, but to do so Thursday would be okay. Sivkot and Chav, commotion is bar l'el, hainu dey rishon isham, this is the first opinion there in Reish Memdal, it is spirulei dezeu nechshav kikotzas, that that opinion held if he's only hired for a particular task, and then it is considered kikotzas, ayin sham hatam, and the basic reason over there was that as long as he could choose to do the malacha for you whenever he wants, and you, the the Jew, you're not gaining anything from him doing it on Shabbos, so then it's a daith l'nafshik of it, it's a very similar rationale to a kablan. And that's what the Birlacha explains it over here as well. But still, you cannot tell him to go on Shabbos, as we've established back there in Reish Memdalit and other places as well. So we've concluded this Simon Reish Mem Zion. We, uh, we clarified the definition of Ketzitza. And the Mitzvah Shem tomorrow will move on to Reish Mem Ches.